0: What's up Lashinistas, welcome to the show. This is the Live Bay Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for yourself or someone else, this podcast is for you.
1: Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We're the owners of Live Bay Lash. Our heart is to share with you our uphill battle in the lash industry and to show you what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house, Extremely Broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to give you guys a real raw version of what things are really like.
0: Today's episode, we're going to be just covering a few pointers for the newbie beginner lash artist.
1: Yes, so exciting. A few things before we get started. We do have our classes, so we have our VR classes and our in-person. They are $400 off. We also offer financing through PayPal and Sezzle. And we're coming to many city, cities near you. We do have all of our dates up until December, I believe. Um, and then, of course, we have our amazing um, live Zoom-style Lash lift Class and a bunch of other things. You can check them out at LiveBaitLashClass.com.
0: Why do you talk about Lash Traders?
1: So, yeah. Why don't you talk about Lash Traders?
0: Well, I know you get way more excited.
1: Okay, so Lash Traders is a new app, so it's available. Not that I'm
0: not excited. Like, <laughs> I, I'm super excited. It just doesn't check the boxes like sports, football.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Last Traders is a new app. You can find it on Apple and um, Android. So it's in the App Store. It's so amazing. Basically, it's um, a buy and a buy and sell app like platform so um obviously as a lash artist you get a bunch of things you know that you'll you'll get and you'll be like ah, this isn't like my thing and then the company won't be able to return it for you so this is for like gently used or unwanted lash supplies so you can basically just with your phone upload a photo and then someone else can purchase it from you so it's yeah. so amazing half
0: used lash trays tweezers
1: Yeah. I mean, you just put it in the description. So it's an amazing, amazing app. There's really no platform like that. I know a lot of you guys try and sneak in the Facebook groups and like- Or Craigslist. Or Craigslist. I've seen Libby and and Craigslist and offer Up. up. Um, Macari. Yeah. But this is just like a central hub for that. It's just so amazing and it is available. Um, What else was I going to say? For right now, it's only in the US just because it's kind of like a soft launch. This is the first time we've ever done an app before. Um, So keep that in mind. And then also, what was it? Oh and there's no It will be swap
0: It will be in other uh, Other countries too It is set up The the digital wallet Is set up To take all currencies
1: Yes for now It's just a soft launch Through the US So it's amazing So go download it
0: Yeah be patient with us as we work out of the bugs. Yeah. If we accidentally <laughs> steal all the money in your bank account. We're very sorry. We're working through it.
1: Yes. Also, keep in mind we have our monthly memberships, one ninety nine. You have access to Mike and I, 20% off products, one full live Zoom with Mike and I and the other members. It's, like, amazing. Um, and then you get um, free access to our Business Accelerator courses, which are now up, and subscription boxes, 99 a month, $200 or more in live Bay products every single month in a cute custom box and you can find those on libby yep did
0: you get a new ring did you clean it did you do something different
1: i actually i cleaned it with um toothpaste it looks really good <laughs> thanks did i buy that no my other husband did mm. yeah slash boy junior <laughs> yeah
0: good t- <laughs> he's some good taste are you
1: jealous you're not even jealous <laughs> he just never gets jealous
0: i'm super jealous i'm fuming no hog smash
1: we would have sex a lot more if you were jealous. I'm very jealous. jealous right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go find
0: Lash Boy Jr. and teach that guy a lesson. Okay. Gramps here is going <laughs>
1: to... Shut up. I, it's okay. It's in your DNA. I can't change that. The Viagra or which one? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Moving on. Not that old cat. Okay, so beginner lash artist. So I thought this was an important topic because there is... I feel like there's not that much information about like, hey, listen, I'm a brand new lash artist. Like, there's You're going to be so overwhelmed with just like the industry now because you really are getting into like a super booming industry. When I got into it in 2011, it was just like like nobody would talk about anything. Like it was just all trial and error. So um, as a beginner lash artist, there's like a lot of things that you're going to want to be on the lookout for. Um, The first thing we just want to talk about is just kind of like being on a budget, you know, unless your family won the Powerball, most of us do wanna find you know, um, some bargains here and there. I'm like the biggest bargain shopper ever. Um, what would you say?
0: Well, I was gonna say, right before we <clears> jump into <throat> the bargains, I was just gonna say, listen, congrats on step one, on taking the, the jump and, and starting your journey as it, because chances are you're gonna have a lot of doubters in your corner. You know what I mean? Even friends and family, they're gonna be like, I don't know, it seems kinda tough. Why don't you get a real job? Is there really any money in that? Like, you're going to be dealing with a lot of that same BS that, you know, probably I told my wife and mm-hmm. other people have told us, you know. Um, so, congrats on that. Number two, you know, you're, the other thing is we always joke around this, but we always say the imposter syndrome, right? So, even if you've gotten pretty good at practicing, gotten really good at it, you're always going to mm-hmm. be looking at other people in your area, like other competitors who are doing lashes, looking at their photos and going, oh, man. These girls are so good oh they've got a lot more clients than me they're probably you start talking yourself out of those things and so i was going to say listen not every lash artist out there that's really good has um, a customer service side to them so don't bounce yourself out too early you could be looking at someone else's work that you think is flawless and they've got a really great like photo editor and they're putting out really great stuff and you're like oh man it looks so perfect and their Instagram's so neat and the way the grid's set up and their cute quotes and But here's the thing that person could be completely burned out completely over it and clients are ready to jump ship because when they get in there it just doesn't feel the same as Mm -hmm. it did when they were brand new so don't count yourself out the other thing is when your family's in they're trying to get like freebies from you or they're they're telling you she charges too much or she's new or stop listening to that stuff too everybody's got to start somewhere and i promise you at some point in time as you progress in this journey they're going to come back around and be really sad that they kind of fed you that negative info and and because they're going to be wanting a hookup still because you can get really good at this.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, don't always um, believe what you see because <laughs> that's kind of what we, a lot of people do. They'll see like Instagram or like whatever and whatever kind of BS people put up there sometimes. And it's like not true. So don't compare yourself to that because Instagram is not reality.
0: Yeah. I saw a quote <laughs> the other day. It was like, what do you want to be for Halloween? Someone's like, you should dress up as a person you pretend to be on social media. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, funny.
1: I, I was in your YouTube the other day. I don't know why it's like on my phone. Cause when I logged in, it was like all Lambos and like all this other Cobra stuff. Kai season five. Yeah. And all this like man stuff. But, um, you must've been listening to some type of, I don't even know. It was like, um, um, like a motivational thing, you know what I mean? Like whatever, but it was pretty cool. But then who was it? It was, it was it TD Jakes. He was talking about, yeah. um, like your DNA. He's like, you know, he's like, God made you like the way you are like you're the only person with that DNA like so stop trying to be someone else like God is me like there's no you can't you know what I mean because sometimes I'll see people and I'm like God they're just trying to replicate everything like we do and even though I don't get that bothered by it I'm like well it's Mike and I nobody can replicate Mike and I and that's the same thing like with starting your journey it's like you are the only person like you can only be like you you can you can try and be like someone else but like realistically like you as you stop trying to be someone else. And so I think that's really important, too. You're the only person who has your DNA. And I think that, like, um, especially getting overwhelmed with this industry, especially right now, it's just booming, which there's so much room to grow. You really can um, diver- diversify your business and yourself by just being you. I think that's um, super important. But I forgot what I was going to say before I went on that. What are you talking well, about? Well, we're going
0: to talk about budget. So Yeah. So so. By, so here's the thing. It's very easy when you first start out to, ha- to get, like, caught up in buying certain tools of the trade and so there's gonna be a lot of information and misinformation out there and so you don't need to have the top of the line ring light the top of the line chair the top of the line Like you don't have to do any of that stuff my wife is a 99 cent only thrifty shopper
1: mm-hmm. i'm going there today i'm so excited i haven't been in a very long time she thinks it's disneyland i do i'm like, like hey if like, you're do you really do good do you
0: this week we'll go to 99 only she's <laughs> like ah
1: I love it. It's my favorite. But I was going to say, as a be- beginner, lash, I mean, like our story, like, well, we were really broke. We were super broke. But I drove like an hour to get this massage table. And it was like, you use massage table. And it was like, I don't know, $50. And then like, I had that massage table for like, I don't know, two years. We before. still have it. We still have it. I it's out on it's the blue. shelf. It's yeah. blue. It's out on the shelf. It's not even wobbly. It's so worth that 50 bucks. But I think it took me two years to even upgrade that to a recliner. And the recliner we got, as you guys know, had a big hole in it. There was some old man smoking in it his Just whole duct life. Tape. Yeah. I, like, put a blanket over it and put bath and body works over it. And my, my clients were like, oh, my God, this is so comfortable. But they had no idea there was, like, a spring coming through. But um, definitely, like, go on up. Go on Craigslist. Like, there's Amazon. people... Amazon, you can get cheap stuff from Amazon. Like there's so many people out there who are like super rich that like literally throw that stuff on on there for cheap. Like Goodwill, like I love going to the uh, Goodwill on Eastern and two fifteen because right up the street is like McDonald Highlands and Anthem and like all these rich people get rid of their Lululemons and they get them for like fifteen dollars and then I resell them on Poshmark for sixty. <laughs> I will still do this. You can find me on Poshmark because I'm still doing it. But anyways, there's so many different things that you can get on a budget. So,
0: Poshmark (laughs) handles one man's treasure.
1: (laughs) It is. I love it. Um, I get excited about that stuff. But um, definitely, like, look on Amazon. Like, there's so many different things, you know what I mean? And you can hand-me-downs aren't like a bad thing so I think when you're first starting um, because honestly getting into this industry you're not even going to know if you love it so let's say you're buying that light that's 400 bucks and you're buying a brand new recliner and then you're like you know what this isn't for me like I just you know I don't want to do it and then you bought all this you know expensive stuff
0: yeah if you go into our salons too I mean they look fabulous they literally do they're like the Disneyland of the lash salon right but you'd be surprised how many things in there my wife actually got on offer up her craigslist mm-hmm. and even in our house, man, a marketplace. We, we have like a formal dining room <clears throat> set, like in our like dining room like area. And everybody's like, where did you get this? It was you know, a 150 mo- bucks, a yes. moving sale.
1: Uh-huh. Somebody was moving. Like
0: these giant Queen Anne chairs and it's nice. And it's like, I mean, somebody spent a couple thousand on it. Yeah. And she had to like get out of town quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Husband was in the cartel or something. I don't I didn't catch the story. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm just saying like, don't, you don't have to buy brand new stuff. Be thrifty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look for those bargains and things. Uh, the next thing is going to tell you too is one of the questions we get is you know how much should i charge you know i just got my esthetician license i just got my cosmetology license i've been watching videos i've been practicing don't be worried as much about what to charge i know it sounds like like oh my gosh how can you say that from your vantage point you know i mean from place of success we didn't start there you guys already heard you know my wife started doing lashes for free for one year there was no youtube back then nobody was giving away free info most of the places were only doing classic. Nobody really knew how to do volume. And so you have so much education for free at your fingertips. Just, you know, get your friends and family in and practice, 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 right? Practice, you know, getting stuck. Practice learning how to tape back and get in so you can, you know, work on your fullness. Practice not using too much glue. Practice working on cleaner looking lashes, not stacked. I'm just saying the more you practice, you won't have to worry about when it comes time to set your prices when your work is dialed in. And, you know, people always ask, How long does that take? It's up to you, could be, you know, two months, could be 10 months, could be, but the key is to practice and just, you know, you kind of hope that they're going to tip you or take care of, do something nice for you so you can at least afford to keep buying supplies.
1: Yeah. And if you're too nervous, like I was, I was like full blown anxiety when I started like practicing on people. I like swamp out. Tell ass them so how bad. long your first set took. My first set took um, two days and I probably had like 11 lashes on each eye and I was just like shaking, I was sweating. It was really hard for me, but I was going to say, if you don't want to do it on friends and family, you can always do it on like, um, like a, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, a mannequin head Oh yeah, yeah. or you can even practice on sponges or anything like that if you're just too nervous, but there's, it's really just all up to you because it's the more you practice, the more you're going to get better at your craft. And then eventually when you move on to taking on models, you'll, you will be a little bit more comfortable.
0: Yeah. <coughs> um, you know, the third thing I was going to say, too, there are free apps out there, too, to track your appointments. Um, I don't know if Setmore is still around or not. Neither. But that was the app we used at first. So what we used to do is we would write down uh, client appointments on a piece of paper or like a, three a book, r- a book mm-hmm. three-ring binder or whatever. We would write down the appointments for day. It was <coughs> a horrible way to track it. Uh, what's nice about some of these free software apps They're not like your bookers or your vagaros where you're gonna pay like a premium and and have that stuff. But with the free one, you can at least track your data. You at least have the customer information that tells what your sales are, and that way you don't accidentally double book because if you're erasing and writing stuff down, you'll forget stuff. But with the freebies out there, you can actually check the the customer data. It'll enable you to keep, you know, make sure you get as much detail as possible too. We live in a day and age where people feel like it's super intrusive to ask for phone numbers or write down notes about like their kids and things. The more information you have on them, You can look back on that appointment when they come in next time, and you're like, man, what did we talk about? Oh, their kid had a birthday party, or, you know, things, listen, you wanna get my wife's good graces, I told you before, ask questions about our kids, or do something nice about our kids, right? And my wife will love you forever. And that's the key, you know what I mean? Like, find little things that create that friendship, right? You're not just a lash artist doing lashes. People come to people they like, right? And so if I'm I'm buying from somebody, I'm typically buying from somebody I genuinely like, or I've bonded with, or i found commonality or stuff step of common ground. So write down those notes, find out things they're like, find out what their hot buttons are, find out what, you know, like mm-hmm. what their hobbies are, and then you'll be able to go back in and, and you know, hit those, those things when you talk to them next. And they're going to be like, you know, I like Shauna. Shauna's cool. She remembered about my kids. She remembered about, like, and those are the things you guys need to be doing.
1: Yeah. I was going to say on the flip side too, that's like when you start to get clients. But even if you're doing models, I mean, I would write down everything in a notebook because I was like just – I had so much grit that if somebody like wrote me and they're like, Hey, do you have a three? And I did have a three, I would like squeeze them in for dear life. So that's why I would write everything down cause I would erase a name, move people around. But I was just, you know, I was starting my business. So I really wanted to get everybody in. So you can also do that when you first start before you get like a booking system.
0: Yeah, for sure. And make sure you know. <clears throat> look for, um, other channels too, for free education. You know what I mean? There's so much of this stuff readily available now. It was never like this. I remember, I don't remember which brand it was, but they were pretty mad when they met Shadow and, and they are like, I can't believe you guys give all that stuff away for free. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to pay me if you want that kind of info. And what they don't understand is by giving away that free info, by like helping somebody out, who are people going to want to come back and buy from, right? The people that charged them for every time they made a phone call or every time they needed something, or the person that was like, hey, let me show you how, how to solve this problem. And when we tell you this stuff, we're not telling this stuff from like, hey, we read a book and we think it works. Like this is years of lawsuits, getting people stuck, double booking appliance, or clients, having people, you know, throw stuff off the front desk. I mean, you know, like we've been through every possible, like this is from the trenches, like this is taking grenades and finding our way out of it. So when you guys see this stuff, you just know it's like, <clears throat> if Mike and Sean are telling you this, it's not because we're like, hey, try it out and come back and let us know next week how it worked. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she's handled so many LASH 911s. I mean, we had a newborn baby one time. We went at one in the morning. A lady was having an allergic reaction. We went into the salon. The lady was freaking out. My wife went and did a full removal at one in the morning. I'm in the front room rocking the baby trying to keep it quiet. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the kind of like extra customer service type things we did. And here's one more last thing to tell you guys. I know you have to respect boundaries, right? Like everybody needs downtime from lashing. But in the beginning, make sure you are trying. If people start wanting to book with you, be available and take those appointments. Take those complaints. Take them after hours. It's not fun at first. But here's what most lash artists don't do sorry, respond tomorrow, hit me up tomorrow, it's a little late, or respond during normal business hours. If somebody's having an allergic reaction or something bothering them, and you respond, and go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, let's get you in tomorrow, or ask them what's going on, and you get your phone, we always have our phone in our hand. Like, everybody's got their phone readily available, right? So be able to respond back and just say, yes, let me get you in tomorrow, let me me figure out what's going on, or be available to answer a question late at night if someone found something on social media, they found your ad, and they're like, oh my gosh, how much do you charge? Don't blow them off because that's an opportunity that you have to win them over as a client so that they don't go and book with somebody else. And if you do that stuff in the beginning, your <clears> books <throat> will be filled and then you can then dictate your hours later.
1: Good point. I still do that. <laughs> I have, does I that. no she's, boundaries.
0: She's customer service. It'll be midnight on a Saturday mm-hmm. Saturday night. She'll have like a one eye pride open talking <laughs> to China and answering a DM at the same time.
1: Hey, that's how you got to be when you want to get to the top. Yeah good game that was good
0: yeah all right well that's all we got for you guys today obviously if you haven't done so yet please make sure to subscribe to our podcast subscribe to the youtube channel um you can join our facebook group the last ttea and if you haven't done so yet please refer somebody who feels they can greatly benefit from this podcast until then we'll see you in the next episode thank you
1: thank you